0: The win streak is over. Devin Booker got hurt. And on today's episode of Locked On Suns, I'll do my best to sift through a bleak night in Toronto and what we learned. Let's go. You are Locked On Suns, your daily Phoenix Suns podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We are back. This is Locked On Phoenix Suns. We are part of the Locked On Podcast Network, and I'm your host, Brendan Clean, a credentialed media member covering the Suns for the past seven seasons, a writer at suns.com, and the host of the Just Basketball Show, wherever you get your podcast, Thank you so much for making Locked On Suns your first listen here in a post game edition on Wednesday night or early Thursday morning. Welcome to the show. If you have not already, hit follow or subscribe wherever you're finding us. We're free and available everywhere, including YouTube, and if you hit that button, you will get a new show in your feed every single Monday through Friday, there's bonus content galore, game previews on the audio feed, Locked on Suns insider text alerts at the show in the show description below. You can click that link and sign up for one-on-one reaction to rumors and video breakdowns and more. I'll tell you more about that later on. Tons of stuff, tons of ways to engage, and if you're here today of all days, and I really appreciate you being part of this community, 6,000 plus, almost 6.5 on YouTube, many more thousand on audio truly appreciate you guys even after a loss but let's dive into it today's episode brought to you by game time the game download the game time app create an account use the code lockdown nba for $20 off your first purchase the final score was 112 to 105 the phoenix suns lost the game and we are going to do our usual recap format meaning we're starting with moment of the game <coughs> i'm not going to pick devin booker's ankle turn which happened midway early midway through the f- the third quarter but I'm going to pick when Booker checked back in and the score was tied at that point at 74 the Suns actually did a good job in the Durant lineup with when Booker was in the locker room to even it up Booker checks back in Durant is in for a couple of possessions and then ends up hitting the bench himself to rest because he had played the majority of the third at that point and To close out the quarter, the Raptors went on a 12-6 run. And it was right away that you could tell something was off about Booker. And and for anybody who missed the play, obviously you can find it all over the internet at this point, but uh, Booker stepped on Dennis Schroeder's ankle and turned it pretty good. Went to the locker room for a few minutes, came back, checked into the game. He has already said, and Frank Vogel has already said, that it doesn't look great especially for a friday saturday back-to-back against denver and memphis at this point you know hold out hope that he can play in the in-season tournament on tuesday but even that you know is is no sure thing at this point but he came back and what's interesting is during that run by the raptors book actually gets a transition stop against pascal siakam at the rim he's sort of Put his body in in harm's way and and forced a miss by Siakam at the basket. Then around the ten minute mark of the fourth, and Booker did start the fourth as well. The Suns get within two points. They kind of get some. They they make a run around the ten minute of the ten minutes of the fourth. They're they're only down two, and Booker again makes a play in that stretch. Hits a contested mid range jumper to get the the shot that got them to that two point deficit. But then, quickly, 11-2 run by Toronto. Vogel calls a timeout around the 8-minute mark, and Kevin Durant returns. It's back and forth. The Raptors lead most of the way, and then the Suns again cut it to two at the 2-minute and 21-second mark of the fourth quarter. In that stretch, what got them there was a book stop on a Dennis Schroeder drive, and then you have Yusuf Nurkic, who had one of his better games. We'll get to him later on scoring in the post against Jakob Purtle, but it was it was for not OG Ananobi hits a contested corner three over the outstretched arms of Kevin Durant Durant then misses a awkward mid-range pull-up jumper I mean he's made that shot a million times in this case it does not go in you get two clutch free throws from Josh Okogi, though after Pascal Siakam gets called for sort of a loose ball foul offensive foul the Suns are in the bonus and then the 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 stretch that showed you where Booker was, I think, physically and mentally, and maybe just luck ran out. Siakam back cuts Devin Booker away from the ball. Nurkic makes an incredible block on that play, though. Suns get the ball back. Down, I believe they were down three. Booker takes a three. Pretty early in the clock, really deep range. You can tell the ankle is is getting to him. That's just not the shot you want in that moment. And I know hindsight is twenty twenty. I know this was an ugly game throughout. Even being down three in that situation, I mean, you could look at it as lucky or unlucky. I don't really know. I'm not trying to say that play lost them the game, but it's just not a shot that he needed to take. And even afterward in the postgame, Dwayne Rankin got a video of, of Booker explaining his mentality choosing to come back from the locker room and and re-enter the game and he said you know i figured i could get some other guys shots be a decoy have my gravity out there and that worked uh in in the game following his return booker was one of four from the field so his shots were not going in (coughs) that that contested mid-range jumper around the 10 minute mark of the fourth was the only shot he made three rebounds two assists one turnover Not hugely detrimental, but not great. And that mentality makes sense. But if that's the case, then it's just disappointing that in the biggest moment, he still tried to take that shot. And look, I mean, he's a star player. He's earned the benefit of the doubt. Even then, they only tie it. Toronto was the better team most of the night, even before Booker's injury. He was struggling. Durant was... Solid, but not at his best, 11 of 30 from the field. Only one turnover, but couldn't get his shot to consistently fall. And the Suns' offense was just stuck in the mud. We'll talk about that next, but... (coughs) Excuse me. Apologies for the coughs for two weeks now. I really know it's annoying. I can't (coughs) fully edit them all out. Thank you for your patience. Um, It's just a, a tough shot in that moment, but you live with it. It's one game, and that was the ball game. Schroeder makes a scoop layup late in the clock, and that kind of puts it away. I don't think Devin Booker made a mistake returning, but he was ginger, running around gingerly on that ankle, especially on defense. You could tell he was actively slowing himself down and not changing direction too quickly and clearly in discomfort, if not legitimate pain. There's no sense in speculating on I He'll be gone this long or that long, but just from Vogel and Booker both, I wouldn't be surprised if he misses Friday and Saturday. There's more time to talk about the ripple effects of all this, but they survived and had a chance to win anyway. That's pretty admirable. Ugly game. Toronto does that to you, especially in their home building. They did it to the Pacers recently, who are a great offense. They did it to the Suns tonight. Booker stuck it out. The Suns gave themselves a chance to win. Ball bounced the wrong way a few times, and it's a loss. But let's zoom out a little bit. Big picture, what do we learn from this game? I think I said that this was the big takeaway segment, but you guys know it's the moment of the game. Might have just switched those titles, but we'll get into the big takeaway next. First, today's show brought to you by the Game Time app, my favorite way to buy a ticket, any ticket. And that's really the God honest truth. You shouldn't have to worry when you're buying tickets to your next event and game time is the fast and easy way to buy them. Last minute tickets, flash deals, zone deals, view from your seat, lowest price guarantee, everything that other ticketing apps might struggle with. Game time took that feedback and they built an app catered to the purchaser, catered to the customer. And they mean it. Obviously, There's a million tickets, there's a million prices, there's a million seats to every event, but they do what they can to make sure you're getting what you need. They're the only ticketing app that gives you complete peace of mind with your purchase. You can, again, see the view from your seat before you buy, an image of what it is so you know what to expect when you arrive. You see all-in prices up front so you know what deal you're getting, what great a deal you're getting, without any hidden fees. You can buy tickets quickly, and there is event protection, game time guarantee. If there's a Last minute cancellation or anything like that, you're in the clear. Download the game time app. Create an account. Use code locked on NBA for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account. Redeem code locked on NBA, all one word for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price. Guaranteed. <coughs> Let's keep it rolling here. Again, 112-105, Suns loss. Before we get to the big takeaway of the elements of the Suns' offense that did not show up that needed to. I want to remind everybody to sign up for Locked On Suns Insider Text Alerts where you get my first reaction to all Suns news, exclusive game and rumors, exclusive game day content and observations directly from Footprint Center and the Verizon 5G practice facility, video breakdowns once per week that I send in a private video link directly to your phone so you are the only ones who can see it, click on it, view it, comment, etc., and You can also get one-on-one engagement with me via text message, respond to my messages, ask me questions. I'll do Q&As and giveaways there periodically throughout the year. Excited to have that content available to you guys, so join the Locked On Suns Insiders now and be in the know about the Suns all the time. Click the link in the show description below or visit joinsubtext.com slash Locked Suns. That's joinsubtext.com slash Locked On Suns or click the link below to sign up. Let's get to the big takeaway. And it's on offense. <clears throat> For anybody who listened to the audio-exclusive game preview on the Locked On Suns audio feed, Spotify, Apple, wherever you get your podcasts, you heard me talk about that this Raptors defense is legit. And I almost had the realization in, the, in real time on the show, I mean, I, I did, that they take away the paint. And that's what they did tonight. They were pretty swarming. The Suns didn't turn the ball over much. But they didn't get up a lot of threes. Then they just missed shots. And I think that's a byproduct of the aggressive physical defense that Toronto likes to play. And they're especially good at it on their home court. And you look at the points in the paint. The Suns only had 48 of their 105 points in the paint. That's honestly not the worst. But uh, 60 for Toronto. And... That basically just brings us to the takeaway, which is even on nights when Booker and Durant don't have it, but or I would say, of course on nights when they don't have it, but even on nights when they do have it, one of the following ingredients needs to come through for the Suns to win games. Those ingredients are transition offense, three-point shooting, or somebody having a hot night. Sometimes the three point shooting is the hot night, but those are the ingredients. Without Grayson Allen, that's a big loss in terms of the hot night guy, right? Like the, the microwave scorer type. Grayson Allen has been that this year for the Suns, even if that sounds kind of difficult to believe. It's true. Transition offense was non-existent tonight. The Suns had 12 fast break points. They were in the 12th percentile in terms of how often they were able to get out and run. Only 10.5% of their possessions tonight came in transition. And three-point wise, they only got up 26. And that's really the ugly aspect of this. There have been some nights like that for this team, and it it just is not a recipe to win games. I th- I don't want to pretend uh, pick on any one person. Like we know, Kade Bates Diop can turn down some threes at times. I thought Chemezi Metu, in his minutes, there were a couple where he was tentative and you know reversed the ball or, or tried to kind of drive and kick and just sort of ground the possession to a halt because he didn't want to take a semi-contested three. There's only a few possessions, a few moments for those guys each game. So it feels harsh to home in on any one of them. But as a team, it needs to happen, right? I mean, Josh Okogi took zero. I know Frank Vogel wants him, you know, six free throw attempts, two assists. Those are good numbers. That's what Vogel wants to see, but it can't be zero free, zero three-point attempts in 24 minutes either, especially playing a lot with the starters who are going to create good opportunities for you. So it was a group effort in terms of not taking threes, right? But you can't go over with those other ingredients offensively. You can't have no transition game, no threes go up, and nobody outside of the superstars consistently getting offense going, right? That's why it was so big against the Knicks that Eric Gordon got it going early, right? He was able to make the defense close out to the three-point line. He just required a defensive attention in general as a scorer, and we know he can get downhill. He only had 10 points and one assist tonight. Like, that's not good enough. The only guy besides Booker and Durant who I thought, you know, were getting any sort of separation or doing anything to create offense was Yusuf Nurkic, who I will talk about in the next segment. But that's a pretty straightforward takeaway but it's a good reminder of it and it's been the case even when the superstars do play well right because you look at some of the other ingredients and they actually did happen tonight I mentioned the Suns limited turnovers they only had nine that's the same amount that Toronto had they had 12 offensive rebounds the Raptors had 15 not too different free throws were pretty equal the Raptors shot 45% whereas the Suns only shot 40.5% okay you know that obviously tells some of the story. Assists were even. I think I might have said that. I don't think I said that. I'm not sure. All of these categories were relatively equivalent. It was only a single-digit loss. But if any one of those other things had, had happened, let's say the Suns are 12 of 26 from deep instead. They win the game. You know, Let's say that they were able to force a few more turnovers and get some transition offense. It's probably a lot closer of a game. You know, let's say Gordon has another 15 to 20 point night. Probably win the game, right? So I know it's easy to say that, but it's more than just tonight. It's a pattern and it's worth keeping an eye on. All right, let's close out the show with the NERC report. Shout out to a Locked on Sons video subscriber. I think a YouTube subscriber who suggested that name and it's perfect. We'll get to volume two of the NERC report next. First, today's show brought to you by the FanDuel Sportsbook, the official sportsbook of the Lockdown Podcast Network, and the NBA, and America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 straight into your account if your team wins. You know the drill by now. Take advantage by betting on the biggest money line you can find. Detroit Pistons, on the second night of a back-to-back amid an ugly losing streak, are heading to Madison Square Garden. The Knicks are minus 950. Sounds delicious. The Minnesota Timberwolves host the Utah Jazz. The Jazz are also going to be on the second night of a back-to-back. And the Minnesota Timberwolves at home, minus 520. There you go. Lay it down. Watch the bonus bets roll in. And keep it moving. App is easy to use. Wide range of betting options beyond those money line bets, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. Visit FanDuel.com to tip off the NBA season. FanDuel, official partner of the NBA and the NFL. All right, let's keep it rolling. Close it out. Phoenix Suns, losers, it's fine. No panic. See about the injury. I have one last thing to talk about, and that is Yusuf Nurkic. And, we're doing the Nurk report. The spirit of the Nurk report originally was my observations watching him in person. You don't get the same energy through the broadcast, and I get that, but, Still, in this case, we'll do a little bit more of an on-court version, or at least a basketball version. Some of the on-court stuff, I guess, uh, still qualifies there. But basketball att- attributes. First, want to remind everybody to follow the Lockdown Suns TikTok account for game reaction videos and analysis all year long. That is in the show description as well. Or if you already have a TikTok account, just search Lockdown Suns. Follow me over there. You know, while you're at it. We have a nice just basketball TikTok account. I know I don't plug that super often, but you know, if you like my content, you'll probably like that show and that content. And we do much more on TikTok there. So search just basketball on TikTok too. get get the Get the follows up over there. We're we're getting close to a thousand, closer. G- gonna start going live, but that's a conversation for a different day. That is a different podcast and brand altogether. But allow me to digress for a moment. Let's get back to Yusuf Nurkic. Steven Perjon on Twitter was posting a lot of great stuff of what Nurkic was doing, but I think you have to give a lot of credit to the coaching staff here. Nurkic had six assists tonight, two turnovers. His ability to play make is huge. You know, he had one turnover on a dump off into Durant in the post, I believe in the second half, that those are going to happen. But you like his commitment, his sacrifice, and his. Relentlessness. I mean, it takes a lot to, to run a very similar action over and over and continue to try to, to make the right play, find the right read and uh, do what the team needs to win. I mean, I know that sounds basic, but, you know, you'd be surprised, right? There's a lot of players in the NBA who don't do that. That all said, the coaching staff aspect of this is you got to pull Yaka Pertle out of the paint, right? I mean, he is out there for a very specific reason. It is 2023. There are not a lot of Yaka Pertles left. He does not shoot threes. He's not an elite passer. He can't really make free throws consistently, and he's not much of an athlete, right? What he's out there to do is try to move his feet, run some dribble handoff stuff, be a smart, high IQ player, and protect the paint. He's seven feet tall, and he can do that, and he did it tonight. You know, they also have plenty of other guys, right? Scotty Barnes blocked Devin Booker at the basket, got three blocks tonight. OG Ananobi had a block three steals, you get the deal. What the Suns did to try to counteract that with Nurkic is have him be a playmaker from the perimeter. Turn a, a dribble handoff sort of setup into more of a high post playmaking situation, right? Reading cutters and screen screeners and who's coming open from way outside so that it per- pulled purdle away tongue twister there with that man's name and it worked you know it really worked like I mentioned a second ago the Suns had only 48 points in the paint compared to 60 for the Raptors but frankly 48 feels like more than it felt in the moment and more than you would expect honestly against the Raptors just in terms of that's about half of what the Suns scored total that's that's not bad. They got to the line, you know. A lot of those interior buckets were by way of of Nurkic and his playmaking, and of course his own scoring. I mentioned in the fourth quarter stretch the the post bucket that he hit over Pirtle to make it a two point game, and he was eight of twelve from the field, only took one three. So did did his own damage inside as well. Also had a nice block late in that game on that Siakam back cut that I mentioned when Booker read the movement of the offense a little late tried to follow who he thought was his man ended up not being his man siakam took advantage and nurkic recovered that that block by nurkic like that's not a play you would when the suns traded for nurkic and you saw that that headline come through or that alert on your phone you did not think he could make that play like be honest with yourself but he did it you know he had a nice night tonight i think tonight was one of his more well-rounded valuable nights of the of the season and Yes, Pirtle was eight of nine, but Pirtle only had two offensive rebounds. You know the the biggest offensive rebound threats tonight were Siakam and Achua. Of course, the center is always going to get some blame there, but Nurkic got thirteen defensive rebounds. You know, I don't I don't blame him there either. Like he did basically everything you would want him to do. Okay, maybe get Pirtle into even deeper foul trouble. Sure, but you know beggars can't be choosers. I think he played well. I think. He I we we broke him down earlier in the week on the show. I, I broke him down earlier in the week on the show, and I'm sure you heard that if you're an everydayer. But this was just another example that he is doing what he is asked to do. There's a ceiling on that. There is, but he's not the reason they lost. And on a lot of nights, he's been far more positive than negative, tonight included. That'll wrap up the show. Don't want to make you sit through despair for too much longer, but enjoy your Thursday. Don't linger on the loss too much. Don't linger on the injury too much. It's it's just uncontrollable. You didn't do anything for Devin Booker's ankle to get sprained, you know? It sucks. We want to watch great players play. We'll follow the updates as they come. I'll have updates for you on Locked, the Locked on Suns Insider Text Alerts. Don't forget to sign up for those to get every piece of Suns news and rumor that you could ever need with my reaction as soon as I see it. We're doing a video breakdown this week on Kevin Durant. Now that he is back and it's just a great place to get everything you need about the Suns, but we'll close it out there. I'll be back with Aaron Edwards tomorrow. I'll talk to you then.